I can think of only one thing that could lift my spirits right now. Beer. 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 This is Drink of Ages on ESPN 97.5. The only show dedicated to craft beer, spirits, and music. Here's your host and luminary, John Denman. John Denman. All right, everybody, welcome to this week's Drink of Ages radio show here on ESPN 97.5. I'm John Denman. As always, well, as most of the time, Tom Painter. Mo- most of the time is a good one. Most of the time. It's also a little bit of a dig. At that, I'll be throwing at you next week. I know. You get to eat it, throw it back at me. <laughs> like, where is John? He's not here today. Of course, DJ Muskratch, the producer, and I was sitting there munching on his pretzels, drinking his beers. Yeah, we have, we have uh, last week we were in Columbus, Texas, uh, and, we, and we, we've made it uh, almost all the way back to Houston. <laughs> yes. Yeah, we're slowly working our way back to Houston. It's, it's been a week. And you know, there's a lot, a lot to do out here from Columbus to where we are now at Baba Brew House, uh, which is hanging out with our guest, Marcus Wonderly. What's going on, Marcus? Same old, guys. Good to see you again, and welcome to the brewery. Wait, you say same old? Because your, your birthday just happened. That was yesterday. Yeah. Yeah, 29 again. 20, man, that's awesome. Over man. and over happy, again. 29 happy for birthday the past, like, 22 years, man. You know, next week, <laughs> next week's my birthday, but at this point, I just say 39. Yeah. Just, okay. You know, just, I'll just stick to 39. The beard, the beard kind of gives it away. You know, man, that you happened. Can't say twenty nine with that beard, John. No, no, that. But that was been my since my thirties. That it just that's what kids will do to you. Be careful, man. I know you got a you got a bunch of them running around. We have a whole bunch. Yes. You know, next week is my birthday as well. Mm-hmm. John and I are butt to butt on birthdays. Really? A, You're both twenty nine. One way, one way to put it. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> yep, twins. <laughs> we, we 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 celebrate one birthday and then we ride, ride the clock to midnight and then we celebrate another. It's yep. pretty good. Mm-hmm. The only thing like this year though, we're not going to get to go out and do our birthday celebration. That's true. So that's that's, that's uh, we're, we're going to have to wait till the, the the following weekend, which you know if nobody's doing anything on March nineteenth, come by the new potato, where we will be celebrating nine years of this radio show. And also my birthday, DJ Muskrat's going to be out there spinning some good music. And, of course, couldn't have an anniversary party without the badass funk band, the Journey Agents, out there playing. So if you've never been out to the New Potato on the east end downtown, off of Clinton, so it's a great little spot. It's a great spot if you want to party until 5 a.m. <laughs> it, it's, it's weird because it is one of those where time kind of disappears. And you all of a sudden it's like, hey, all right, man, uh, you, go, you leaving? I'm like, yeah, I'm leaving. It's Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> I, was like, I got here Saturday. <laughs> kind of like that. But it is, a, it is a fun spot, and we will be having our, our nine-year anniversary party of this show. Um, I was trying to figure out, like, approximately how many beers may have been drank on this show over a nine-year period. And I, I, I just I don't know, Muskratch. It's, it's, it's a bunch. I mean, 10,000? John, I've been, this, is, this is my fourth time on the show. And I've had probably at least 150 <laughs> so, by myself. By yourself. Uh, the, yeah. first, the first show I had 97. It's mm-hmm. pretty good. Well, you know, you, you, were, you were trying <laughs> really hard that one, and you, you did a great job. Well, you kind of misled me, I, to be honest. I think we talked about this a few <laughs> times, but you told me it started at 5, and we started at 10.30. Uh, the idea so usually... So five, five and a half hours of drinking beer waiting on you to start the show. That, that It's true. So <laughs> the show... So as you guys listen to the show, the show is 
you know, 45 minutes, an hour. But in the, in the actual recording of the show or the drinking of the show, it's about like five and a half hours because what happens is there's all this pre-show the in-between that can well, go. Well, there, there's a pre-game, right? Because yeah. what, what I learned when we were doing the show in the beginning at the studio, a lot of people would show up, the guests would show up, and at that time we were doing five segments. So it was like boom, 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 real quick. We're going to break. And by the fourth segment, finally the guests would, were relaxing because, you know, finally had a few beers in them and all this stuff. And it was like starting to relax, and then the good stories come out. So I was like, you know what? If we pre-game for three hours – before every show, <laughs> then the good stuff starts in segment one. Yeah. This year has been full of some good ones. Uh, when we were at the Craft Beer Cellar, we were with Southern Yankee, and we had uh, – I, I think that show is probably incomprehensible. <laughs> like, like, if I had to go back – Yes, uh, DJ Muskratch knows. <laughs> it, was like, it was just constant apologies to, like – it was like, Kevin, I'm sorry, I, you know, because who the hell knows what we're talking about. And then John and I were on our own at Elder Sons, and I think we actually threw out an entire segment. Or you weren't recording an entire oh, segment. Oh, no, no. You see, and every once in a while, Muskrat doesn't make it, especially if we're traveling or something like that, or we try to do a show at a certain time. So that leaves me being the guy that hits record. And sometimes I forget to hit record. <laughs> and about get through a segment, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, hey, guys, uh, that was really good now. Let's make it better this time. <laughs> One more time. Uh, and, and, and that was a doozy of a show because we went out afterwards to the new potato. Yep, to the new potato. And we rocked there until, as you would imagine, around 2, 3 a.m. On a Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah, that was a good Tuesday. Made every, which made everyone divorced on a Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know... <laughs> When, when you get all the partying out of the way on Tuesday, and then Wednesday comes around, then Thursday, and all of a sudden it's like, all right, Friday, y'all ready to do something? I was like, no, nah, man, let's just hang out this weekend. You know, it's just because <laughs> already got it out of the way. Yeah. A lot of memories, a lot more beers and things to come, especially oh, today, because we are at Baba. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so happy birthday, by the way. Thank you very much. Good good 29. Uh, you do have kids, man. I see all the videos and, and the pictures. Man, You guys do a lot of racing. We have a lot of kids, and they do a lot of racing. That's that's, that's like, right. Yeah, it, it just looks like it'd be a fun. I wish I would have gotten my kids into that, but then I would have wanted to be it, you know, in a little cart driving around super fast. The last time I was here, I was here with Doctor Love, and he was like, "We need to come by." You know, it's real close to the brewery. I've never been, which is a sin on my part. Yeah, but I came by, and Marcus is out there working, like working on these go karts. Like he's like a, he's like a mechanic from like Speed Racer. Yeah, I was working and. Uh, somebody was working here, and Tom was drinking beer. That's true. <laughs> We're like what five minutes from No Label, We're, maybe seven, if you drive slow. It is close. It was very close. From as Mexico. long as you don't stop by that roads. Bucky's and go in that time warp, then then you can get here in no time. Yeah, you can skip all that. Yeah, take the back roads. That's true. <laughs> you, you can't take the back roads. It's true. <laughs> yeah, Google Maps. It, it, it it's like seven nine minutes, but if you add the Bucky stop, then it's like forty eight minutes. Uh, from place to place. <laughs> it worked out for me coming over here because uh, I left Pearland from my house with less than a quarter tank of gas. And I'm like, man, I just, there's nothing worse than we start a road trip and you have to go to the gas station. It's like, let's just get going, right? And I knew traffic was going to be bad. But yeah, I was able to zip around and a lot of cars moved out of the way. The HOV lane 
work great with me and my backpack. And <clears throat> went a long ways and got out here in no John, time. John, what's, what's in your backpack? You have a, a blow-up doll in there? <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Only when necessary. HOV lane, right? That's the only time you need it. Yeah. yeah. You know, what, what does HOV actually mean? You he, know? Call, he calls her Melly. I mean, how, is, like could Kelly's it be sister. high occupant vehicle? <laughs> I mean, could that? Because that could also work. Yeah, that could also work. <laughs> Officer, I'm just going by what the words say. But yeah, it's it's not far out here, uh, and you guys, uh, well, this is good, man. Right now, well, let's talk about the beer we're drinking. Let's do that because this is a uh, just got topped off with this one. And it's a five and a half percent. <laughs> One of the most extremely sessionable West Coast IPAs. I've yeah, so it's very, very sessionable. This is a, the beer is called Spinning Wool. It's a collaboration with Cobble and Spoke in Spring Branch. That's right a there great little spot. Bla- Blaylock and a little bit north of Long Point mm-hmm. right there. Um, cool little spot. Um, Kyle out there kind of pushed our buttons and said, hey, man, let's do this sessionable West Coast IPA. We said, okay, well, I have an idea. Let's do it. So we came out here. We drank 36 beers, and we brewed this. Just to make sure, we, yeah. We brewed the first batch of this. The batch you're drinking now is batch two. But uh, we literally probably drank easily 32 beers between us. Had a blast. <laughs> uh, beers packed full of hops. Um, a lot of old school hops. Uh, CTZ, Columbus, uh, a ton of Simcoe in there. A um, bunch of other cool stuff. Can't give away all of our secrets. If you want to see it, it's probably on Untap somewhere. Yeah. Right. What's really in there? I have no idea, as you know. Well, 32 um, beers, you know, you start getting creative. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But no, th- this this thing is like super sessionable. It's kind of like on that on the cusp of a pale ale and, and West Coast IPA, um, but 5.2%, packed with flavor, uh, packed with aroma. And Cobble and Spoke is a cool place, It's especially in that Spring Ranch area. It's one of the only places that, that has like 4J Brewing on tap. They, uh, and they, you know, they they have a unique philosophy over there on type of in terms of like the beers they carry. So, they uh, yeah, yeah, Kyle does not order some of the beers from the bigger distributors, but then sometimes he carries some. It is an interesting one, but <laughs> yeah, you know, whatever. It's his bar, and it's a pretty kick-ass bar. Though. It's all about the vibe over there, right? The, yeah. the music music's always good. Uh, sound is always good. It always smells good, which yeah. is it's a positive. Uh, you know, some places don't, and he, his place does. Well, w- w- what I respect about him, and like I know exactly what John's talking about. The uh, but but what I do respect about him is that he does curate that tap wall, and I respect a guy I mean, that a and, killer and he, tap wall. Like any any you know, you walk into a place and you, and you know when it when a when a wall is like a lot of reps come in here and they're throwing ideas and they all stick and yada yada yada, and then you have a person that's like. All this, all this, all like someone's making choices. Mm-hmm. Whether you agree with those choices or not is a whole nother thing. But like that is a legit one of the what, what would I consider one of the craft beer bars of Houston. Oh yeah, it's, like, it's definitely one of the best tap laws. Yeah, no, I mean it has three baba beers normally, so I, I can't argue with you <laughs> at all ever. <laughs> no complaints from us. He has what thirty I mean, taps, and we take, could have we four. Take, we, we take three of them, so I'm happy. Yeah, I'm super no, that's happy. actually really good. Yep, when you're when you're running ten percent of, of the taps, yeah, there. we don't mind. Yeah, yeah, man, I just, yeah, math all of a sudden threw me off. I don't know if it was a beer or what. <laughs> it, could, it could be we had, we, uh, that that pregame beer. The My, pregame uh, beers that uh, yeah that was brought up here from Burial Burial, uh, those were some really good stouts. Very good stouts. So when you when you start to show with fifteen percenters, uh, it's 
usually means good things are going to happen. Yeah, and those what are the, what are those uh, uh, 250 mil bottles, 400 mil bottles? They're, they're super small bottles, but they're packed full of like alcohol and <laughs> lots of flavor. It's, guys, it's a great way to celebrate Women's uh, International Women's Day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, with these high so. beers. No, this is a, but this is really good. Uh, this Pale IPA, whatever, however you want to call it, because it does throw back to like, my favorite beer ever made is Sierra Nevada Pale mm-hmm. That's just to me is just the epitome of what a beer should taste like. And this this is this is close. So we took this off. So it's kind of an interesting beer because we we took the 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 base of the beer is kind of formulated around. Uh, let's see, a couple of different things, but blind pig was definitely a dominating factor. So we were drinking some blind pig when we decided to brew this beer, which is uh, this is before Kyle at Cobble was involved. Yeah, we were drinking blind pig and we're like, okay, how do we make that? This is like six months ago, right? Mm-hmm. How do we how do we make that? Because this is one of the best beers ever brewed. It absolutely is one of the best beers. And then we said, okay, let's let's okay, so let's let's make it look like that. And let's make it feel like that, but let's make it taste like something else. So we took a couple pages a couple post-it notes out of some other breweries and said okay how do we make it taste like this uh headhunter ipa is one of my favorites uh, out of cleveland ohio mm-hmm. amazing uh so we kind of took a you know uh, some notes if you will from that beer said how do we make it taste like that and look like blind pig that's kind of where this beer comes from and that's where it started and that's where it's going i mean it started off with uh, some pretty solid brews yeah of course for the idea but now, I mean, you created this one, so it's its own thing, its own For entity, sure. because both of those you were talking about have a much higher ABV. That's right. So this is a super sessionable version of that. Now, when we come back and brew other ones, we can, you know, you can, you can, you can push more alcohol into them, and that's the cool thing. So, like, if we come back to doing that collab with Spindle again, or mm-hmm. doing that, well, actually, the first collab of Oi, Oi, Oi was with, was with me and you. <coughs> yeah, yeah. So the, the third variation of Oi, Oi, Oi for Punks and Pines Fest happened on May 21st. I'll talk about this later, but go, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, sorry, oh, I, didn't, oh, I didn't mean to segue. I didn't mean to ruin your show. No. I didn't mean to segue in. It's a but great little thing to talk about. The 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 first the, one one of the early West Coast IPAs we brewed out here was with John, the the Oi Oi Oi, and that was super cool beer. It and was we, it was we, fun because uh, it's like man, let's let's brew a beer together. So we're talking about it. and I was like, man, let's let's do a good danky, just a good nice West Coast IPA. And Marga said, I've never brewed one before. Yeah, so this is the thing. Like, so the brewery, uh, so we're we're known for a lot of things here, uh, both probably good and bad. But what are you known for, Marcus? But with beer, <laughs> name styles, <laughs> with good beers, with beer, with beer, we're 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 known for uh, hazy IPA. That's kind of our thing, right? So that's that's like the thing that really kind of put us on the map out here. I think it put Brookshire, Texas, on the map, possibly. Well, what well, else is there? There's some other things out here. The world. That. <laughs> yeah, they probably didn't know where Brookshire was unless they were watching the crime report. But Exactly. So there's <laughs> other things that put a, put Brookshire on the map. I, but saw, yeah. that, I saw that 48 hours. Hazy IPAs kind of put us on the map out here. So for people to come out here and have an IPA that's not hazy, that's like, I mean, this you, you can read the newspaper through that thing. It's so clear. So for people to come here and have two of those on tap and then have like a super clean, crisp lager on tap, they freak out, and they don't know what to do. So it's kind of cool to see that. And you know, I know I know that our 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 staff enjoys that. I know that um, I know that I enjoy that. 
I know that um, my Friday afternoon uh, drink your, your is, Friday afternoon is, drinking is has turned to probably a drink probably taps one through three. Yeah, uh, you, you can probably talk to some of our tap room staff, and they'll tell you that when they show up on Friday afternoon, I've been probably can't speak because <laughs> I had a few beers and haven't eaten in like twenty seven hours. That's since Wednesday, <laughs> right? Yeah, probably since Wednesday. Yeah. yeah. Well, <clears throat> I. When we get back, yeah, we'll we'll take a quick break because you're out of beer, and I'm as soon as I quit talking, I'll be out of beer. But uh, <laughs> we'll take a quick break, and and man, I'm just curious on like what has since you started brewing some of these West Coast IPAs, and there's, there's more hoppier, like just traditional beers, not the hazy stuff, the the, the pilsners and lagers. What's become your bigger seller out of the tap room? So let's take a quick break. We're over at Baba Brew House. This is Drinking Radio. Hey, good beer drinkers, this is John Denman from Drink of Ages Radio inviting you out to Spindle Tap Brewery. Less than 15 minutes north of downtown, Spindle Tap is making some of the best beers around. IPAs, double IPAs, lagers, and stouts. Definitely going to find your next favorite beer. Come out and be ready to play, though. Nine-hole championship putt-putt, basketball court, baseball and kickball field, disc golf, or just kick back in the air-conditioned tap room. Great food, excellent beers, and a badass time. Check out Spindle Tap Brewery, Spindle Tap, that's T-A-P, SpindleTap.com. Hi, it's Tom from No Label Brewing down in Katy, Texas. Come out and visit us seven days a week in historic Katy, right between the silos. If it's the weekend, it's live music, it's beer releases, it's food trucks, vendors, HJX markets, more. Can't make it on the weekend? Don't worry, we're open seven days a week. So coming out for bingo nights, trivia nights, run clubs, there's so much going on out here between the silos. So if you're looking for craft beer and a good time, come out to Katy, Texas, come out to No Label. Bearded Fox Brewing Company. To put it simply, they are simple brewers who love great beer. They like beer you can taste. They don't want to drink beer just for the sake of drinking beer. They want flavor. They want hops. They want delicious. They want a beer that you can experience. Like Aunt Rose, a red lager with a distinctive red hue and malty characteristics. Balanced well with the German hops to create a very approachable beer and a crowd favorite. Locally brewed in Tomball, Texas. So come out and try your next favorite beer at the Fox Den. Bearded Fox Brewing Company in Tomball, Texas. Beer, it's in the name. Cheers. Hi, this is Robert, Elderson Brewing. We're family-friendly and pet-friendly, open Thursday through Sunday. We offer styles from a wit up to a black IPA to a stout to a porter, all styles. Come on in and try the newest brewery in Houston. Elderson Brewing. Scratch, hanging out at Baba Brew House with Marcus Wonderly. What's up, guys? Uh, man, well, we went from one beer in front of us to now I have two beers in front of me in the second segment. So I'm hoping the third segment, there's three beers in front of me. I know a guy who can make that happen. <laughs> if that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, man. This is a... Uh, uh, 
Muskratch during the break, you know, you're like, you want to try that double IPA. And so that's what I have in front of me. I have a little half pour of that and your, the lager. What I have. So, you know, a couple different sides of the spectrum on ABVs and uh, what you guys are making over here. But this double IPA, I'll start with that one because that's what I just got finished drinking. Man, that's good. You got it. So this is a this is an oat cream, uh, hazy, double IPA. So that's that's a lot. It's a lot. It's a mouthful. I pretty much literally all means, and yeah, actually when you yeah. drink it, yeah, it's so a mouthful. It's a mouthful. So uh, double IPA. So obviously high B, high ABV. Uh, lots of oats, lots of wheat, a little bit of lactose, uh, some some honey in there. Um, it was a collaboration with it with a group in Las Vegas called Honey Badger. They do all kinds of all kinds of good stuff with different things. I don't know what I can say on the radio, so I'll <laughs> leave that to you. Uh, they do good things. Um, they do a lot a lot of um, additions. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. L- late late hop additions. Um, but but this thing was whirlpool with a lot of honey, uh, and it's it's just it's just a delicious beer. So. The the ABV on this is somewhere between seven two and eight two. We should probably measure that, but it doesn't really matter. At this honestly, it doesn't much matter. It's it's but it's it's in that ballpark as, as, as a double as a double hazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I mean, it's um the thing that's kind of jumps out for me at this beer is the the nose. So the the nose hits you first, and the nose has like all of those things you would get if you opened like a like a hundred gallon pail of honey, like pop the lid off this thing, pick it up with your forklift, take the lid off and it just hits you, right? So you get uh, lots of honey-like attributes there. All the good, all the, all the consumable sugars in the honey were fermented. Yeah, but you get still But there get are things that were note. not. Yeah, the, so the, yeah. a lot of the floral stuff, come, a lot of the floral notes come from the honey. The honey. So the beer is a bit sweet, but that sweetness does balance the ABV. It is high ABV and it's creamy and it's, uh, I don't know. It's uh, I'm pretty. I'm, I'm very happy with this. I would say like creamy, decadent, delicious. <laughs> it is right. This almost is like a dessert beer. Yeah, it, for sure. Is what it is. Uh, and you know we dessert wines and stuff like that. People mm-hmm. talk about and it, we absolutely have dessert beers that that work better at the end of the mill than right. before the mill. And sure. this is this is one of them. It's. This is this half pour is perfect, mm-hmm. yeah, because I can sit there and sip it mm-hmm. as I'm drinking the lager, you know. So a little sip of that, a little sweetness, and then go to go to that. But um, I thought the ABV was going to be higher on mm-hmm. this one, honestly. Mm-hmm. But I guess that's be, the mainly because of the mouthfeel, mm-hmm. and I guess that's the with the oats and everything in there. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. It just makes it a, just a little bit heavier. But it seven gets two tough. eight two. Like with the with the hazy, I feel it gets tough when you when you jump like from that eight two to kind of like ten percent. Mm. That's a very tough range in the hazy IPA world to make something that actually you can drink. So yes, it's cool because it has lots of alcohol, but is it does it taste good? This is always the dilemma, and I don't care who you talk to. There's a few breweries who do it really well. I take it back. There's like one or two that do it really well, and the rest sort of suck at it. So like that seven two to eight two. Like region is really kind of a nice place to play, nice little sandbox for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that eight percent, eight percent range can you? I don't know, man. You can put out some pretty good double IPAs, pretty good double, 
double IPAs at eight percent, and to me, it's when you jump to that ten percent, right, and mm-hmm. you start going to the triple. That's when either it gets way too sweet and where you can almost like it's too hard to drink, or I mean, it's just. Uh, but there again, there's a few that have, have put out some ten to twelve percent mm-hmm. triple hazy IPAs. It's like, oh man, this these are really good. Well, the thing you got to think about here is this: it's like, do I want it to taste good? Yes. Do I want it to look good? Of course. Do I want it to have the appropriate amount of, of alcohol? Yes, I do. But do I want it to retain its haze with regards to hazy IPA? So I think like when you go to that 10% range, you lose the haze. You lose all of the, like, all of the good stuff that's in a hazy IPA. You lose it. So this is kind of where, I mean, there's, there's other reasons we don't want to go there, but like, I think we don't want to go there because I don't want to lose what we actually do. This is the core of our business. This is, this literally, if you could see this beer right now, you'd be understanding what I'm saying, but yeah, like this color, this level of haze, this is the core of our livelihood. This is how I feed my kids. Well, that, I don't want to lose that. Right? that. And people can come and order like four of these and enjoy it where they can't order one and then order. I mean, it just, it's just well, different. Man. If you order four of these, you better mix it with some lagers. <laughs> but what I mean is like we've found our way with doing 6.8 to like 7.2% hazy IPAs. So going from like 7.2 to an 8.2, we're comfortable there. And going kind of trying to exceed that we found we get really, really sweet. Mm-hmm. Or if you wanna, if you don't wanna be so sweet, you kinda, you kinda, you sacrifice haze for ABV. I'm not okay with that. Okay. We don't sacrifice anything here for quality. It's just not what we do. We'd be massive. We'd be like doing five million barrels a year if we did that. We don't do that. <laughs> not yet. No, we don't do that. Not yet. Never. Quote me here. Wait, 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 wait. Earlier you were talking about yeah, because as we were drinking the the Pale Ale uh, Low ABV IPA, because that one I could see that one actually being pushed out there, mm-hmm. many 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 barrels, and being like almost a just a nationwide distribution beer, right? Oh, because no. it's such a good crowd the pleasing. Been down. Okay, okay, okay. So. We always do this on Drink of Ages. Uh, John's radio. trying to cause some trouble. <laughs> <laughs> you know me, man. I, I'm, I'm currently, just a trouble starter. I'm currently getting text messages about we still want triple hazy IPAs <laughs> from the peanut gallery over here <laughs> at Baba Brew. However, what we were talking about was uh, was not false. If I could, if I could, if I could add like a million barrels a year and push out spinning wool, I would do it. I would drink it. I can't do it, so I won't. But if I could, I definitely would because that beer is super delicious. With the hazy IPAs, man, it's so you guys are part of the beer world, so you understand what I'm saying. But there are people out there who are not part of the beer world who do not understand anything about hazy IPAs. This is not a mass market beer; it just isn't. You see it, you know it. You go to H E B, hazy IPAs on the shelf. They're on the shelf. Yep. Then they're on the discount shelf. Then they're in the discount cart. Then they're somewhere else. But they're not a big seller. It's just it's just not like a mass market thing. So these are like this this beer that we're talking about, this honey badger, it's a specialty product. And it deserves special attention. 
and it needs to be small batched and it needs to be fun and that's just how we roll that's it no I, i'm not disagreeing with you at all uh, couple reasons one this beer will only appeal to so many people mm-hmm. and for the seven of them are sitting right here yeah <laughs> seven out of ten you know, are sitting right here but but that that's what makes this place unique is that you do create these small batches mm-hmm. not you're not trying to please the whole world right you're like man i'm gonna make a really good this mm-hmm. and it's gonna make 50 people really happy that know us that love us they're gonna buy it they're gonna trade it there's cans are gonna get across all over the world and the other people out there they're gonna try some and it's only gonna build our brand better because keeping it small keeping a bunch of different things and doing a good job of it no that's true and and keeping it small doesn't mean keeping it like you know one barrel at a time i mean keeping it small if you look at what small actually means just if you look at the rules with what's with the Brewers Association, what small actually means? You're talking like up to. <laughs> it's it's a lot of yeah. it's a lot of barrels every every per year. There, there's so. like there's like two not or three not small breweries in Houston, right? Well, I mean, like for instance, if we were to compete for like small brew of the year, like we were competing with breweries who make a thousand barrels to fourteen thousand nine hundred ninety nine barrels. Yeah. Okay, so small doesn't mean like we're making a teaspoon or a tablespoon or a cup Mm-mm. or a liter you know it, small means small it does, it, it, like i consider like other half i consider them a small brewery they're massive i consider uh in houston let's look at no label mm. so like at spindle tap let's look at buff bayou dude we're all they're massive breweries yeah but we're all small breweries in the grand scheme of things we all have a common enemy we all know who that is I don't have to spell it out to anybody here. We all knew who that group of Sauron beer yes. makers are, right? <laughs> so it is what it is, but we're all small. The thing it's is, about like, to be called bourbon. Yeah, we're we're all, we're all small. Some smaller than others, some bigger than others. It doesn't much matter. But like with these beers, these are specialty beers for a specialty market that will probably never leave Brookshire, Texas. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's just how these beers are put together this uh double hazy with honey badger like they're just not it's not made for mass market no just just keep into that theme uh i don't there's there's a lot of different beers that are made that i don't see you know like i i kind of disagree with you a little bit on like say a good base tasty hazy ipa Mm -hmm. yeah i think that I think there's enough people across the world that are looking for that in mm-hmm. some areas way more than others mm-hmm. at the, right now. But I think, I think a good hazy IPA is a style that's going to be – there's going to be a lot of longevity with it, right? And so I feel, I feel that there's enough people that if you put together a really good one and we see it we see it with some of the the larger scale breweries that do distribute across the united states now was that what i consider like the kind of hazy that i want to drink no but is it a good beer it is you know but is it a baba you know hazy that's, that's that's being put out there no it's not so i think the conception or the misconception about like, what Truly, because the hazies can be this uh, mm-hmm. from one side to another of what a hazy beer is, right? <clears throat> uh, 
you you're on the very right side, like, like on the far side of this, where it's like a big juicy, mm-hmm. can't see through it, you know, and all that. Well, we had breweries in Houston that release hazy beers that were they're like, no, this is the hazy we want to produce. There's a haze, mm-hmm. but it's not the big juicy haze. So no, hundred percent. So haze, obviously, like I think I think we're all in agreement. Haze is here to stay. That whole like movement to make beer clear again. No, that's not happening. We're going to make beer clear, and we're going to keep it hazy. This is not going away. That's just not me saying that. I think that's industry. I think it's customers. I think that's global just beer drinkers saying, like, this is not going away. This is not even an argument. This is fact at this point, right? I think my point is, is, like, this beer, specialty beer, brewed with, like, tons of cool stuff, 7.x percent. This thing's <laughs> never going to sit on a shelf in a grocery store it's just not what we do there are with texas gotcha. opening it's like distribution borders to breweries from all over the country all over the world you go to the grocery store now you find all kinds of cool things on the shelf is it what i do no is it what you do maybe, maybe. is it what i like yeah is it what i dislike sort of but it's there's there's a place I always say this, long story short, there's a, there's a, there's a beer for everybody and there's a, there's a place for every beer in every situation. So that means something different to every person. And that's a, that, that's kind of like where I sit with this whole thing. Like there's a, there's a beer for you. There's a beer for Tom. There's a beer for DJ Muskratch. There's a beer for me. We're all in the same place. And that's like eight to 12 different beers. Well, I mean, so far I'm in. I've been in one place here, and I found I found seven. <laughs> so I found seven beers that are for me. So well, you're and, DJ, and DJ Mushrat needs a beer named after his mom. You're in a good so spot. That's, then. Uh, <laughs> that's a whole other thing. Oh my god, we can do that. We yeah. might have just got too deep there. I don't know. I nah, feel like we, should, I, I think it, we need a hug after this, maybe. Oh man, I'm always down for a hug. <laughs> hug and a beer, man. It's two of my favorite things in life. But no, it was a uh, no, it was a good little conversation. But yeah, you know, at the same time, it was just, I absolutely understand. Like, there's a lot of beers that I would not want to see. Yeah, it, it, it's it's yes, I'd love to see your success, right? And I'd mm-hmm. love to see you blow up like crazy and be the 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 biggest brewery coming out of the whole Houston area out of Texas, right? That, that'd be amazing, right? I'd, I'd love to see it. Uh, but then, like, what happens to that quality, right? Like, what happens to the to to like what what you started off with? Mm-hmm. And it's I hate to say it because I always disagreed. It's like when you see your your favorite band all of a sudden succeed. And people that you didn't like are walking around with their shirts on and stuff. And you're just like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You know, what, what happened? <clears throat> but uh, we, we have this weird thing about watching people succeed. But mm-hmm. uh, I don't know, man. It, it's, it's to me. I'd, I'd love to see your beer. Like, I'd, if, if you had the opportunity to do it and, and, and be where Baba Brewhouse is mm-hmm. big, that would, that would uh, to me, I think it would be pretty sweet. It's a super tough conversation believe me the head honcho at baba Bruce, which is not me we have that conversation on a daily on the daily she is not laughing <laughs> dj muskrush eat your words she is not laughing no i'm 
I mean this well, with, all, with all due respect, like the conversation happens and it, it's always happening. The conversation is always around growth. It's about, okay, how do you grow a brand? How do you make more liquid? How do you put more liquid in containers? And how do you sell more liquid to people who want to consume it? This is always the conversation. If you're not having the conversation, then what the hell are you doing making liquid to begin with? But this is always the conversation. It's ongoing. It's never ending. And how do you, how do you make it happen? How do you put more liquid into your hands? Well, <clears throat> I don't know. For me, I'm going to take a break and walk over to the bar and <laughs> fill up a couple pints. Whoa, so, whoa, whoa. I'm going to put liquid in your hands. I can put liquid in four people's hands. No problem. That's it. <laughs> Let's make that happen. Problem solved. Problem solved. <laughs> See how it all works out at the end. This is Drink of Ages. We are at Baba Brewer House. We'll be right back. Anomaly over in Edo is making great beers like Vera. Vera is an American sour ale, heavily fruited with Marion berry and boysenberry during secondary refermentation, resulting in bold purple pores and a deeply refreshing berry sweet and tart complement to the day. But it doesn't stop with just the beers. Trivia every Tuesday starts at 7.30. Wednesday, live music, tacos, and reverse happy hour from 6.30 to 9.30. Thursday and Friday, happy hour is from 2 to 6 p.m. at $4 draft pours. If you are running in the Houston Marathon, stop by after with your bib for a free draft pour of a special blend just for the runners. Book the barrel room for your next special event check out the website at trueanomalybrewing.com our good friends at Valentin's and Pearland have been pumping out some great beers at the newly finished tap room and brew house. Lots of indoor and outdoor seating for you to enjoy their multi-award winning beers. With one of the most diverse tap selections, you are guaranteed to find your next favorite brew. Valentin's Brewing, veteran and family owned. Bring the whole family. Kids and pets are welcome. Easy drive to Pearland. Tap room is open Thursday through Sunday with food truck on site. Valentin's.com. We will see you there. Back in 2012, Travis and Chris, along with their father, Wesley, decided to open up Harris County's first legal distillery, and Whitmire's Distilling was born, crafting excellent whiskeys and vodka. They were making true Texas spirits, not just putting a picture of Texas on the bottle. Stop by the new distillery at Sam Houston Parkway in 249, or go by the new tasting room located at the former Buffalo Bayou Brewing Facility of Nolden near I-10 and T.C. Gesture. Learn more about this veteran and family-owned distillery at Whitmire's.com. We are back. This is Green Bay Radio. <laughs> this is Marcus. What's up, guys? Marcus Mordley from Baba <laughs> Brewhouse. Tom Painter, co-host. I'm John Denman. DJ Muskrash, the producer. We are hanging out at Baba Brewhouse. That was that was a little bit of an extended break. You know, you guys, yeah, like Tom explained a few shows ago, that you guys hear commercials play and all that, and also we come right back at we record the show for a reason yeah. and you know sometimes the breaks last a little bit longer than others and 
Sometimes the third segment is like a little slurrier. I feel we came back slurrier. from the D-Day Muskrat segment. <laughs> <laughs> I think he was hosting the last, <laughs> the last life few minutes. That was the, un, the unofficial the un- segment with no official comment from anybody. But Yeah, uh, all we can say, it is International Women's Day. And, 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 it was, and, uh, <laughs> you know, while you're listening to it. Yeah. We, love, we love our – hey, you know what? I will, I will go on record saying this, that if it wasn't for the women in this world, we would not be here. I work for my wife. I'm just saying. She's my boss. She's I, a badass. I, I had a great uh, afternoon once today at St. Arnold uh, with their Pink Caddy, which is their Pink Boots uh, collab release. So, nice. Uh, uh, it, uh, it was great. And uh, as I understand it, all Pink Boots, uh, a lot of the women were, were up there today. And uh, St. Arnold being a large brewery like they are, they actually get to employ a large number of women. We're a smaller brewery, so literally, it's like, it's like, it's like Lindsay, uh, <laughs> like grab Jen and grab Jessica, and like we need to do a picture of stat. <laughs> it's like, it's like Jessica isn't here today. Uh, we're down one third of our <laughs> woman workforce. You know, you know, John. What's crazy is that that first collab we did with Drink of Ages and Baba Brew, the Oi Oi Oi. That recipe actually was developed by the founder of Pink Boost Society. Yes, really? Sir. Yes. Yes, sir. Yep. And I'm very proud of that because it, the, the beer, uh, the, the beer, we, we, we didn't really do it justice, although the beer was quite delicious. I feel like if we do it again, we, it's going to be the, the first time a thousand we brewed times it, better. The first time we brewed it, uh, whenever I showed up way, way early that morning, yeah, God, man, the, you, you brewers. That, 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 that's tough. That's a tough schedule <laughs> it was for still like dark outside, man. normal people. <laughs> He's like, yeah, what time? I'm, I'm excited. I'm like, yeah, what time are we going to start? He's like, I don't know, 4 o'clock in the morning? I don't even know what time it was. But it was still dark, right? <laughs> I mean, it was it was way – it could have been 4. It could have been 8 in the morning. It's still way too early, like, in my world. And I'm like, all right, fine. <clears throat> I get here. I'm ready. There's uh, – maybe I brought donuts. Somebody brought donuts, and there's There watches. were donuts here. Yes. And so things are already starting off right. So then we start looking at the recipe. Yeah, we'd already talked about it a little bit, but – we're looking at it and going through the, the the hot profile and everything, and it's like, hmm, we did tweak it. Oh, we did, we did for sure. We tweaked 100%. it quite a bit. 100%. Yeah, like just going through the recipe, and so had a brew day, which you know, if, if, if people that are in the industry when when they go and they do a collaboration at another brewery, basically you sit and watch them brew while you drink beer. Every once in a while, you throw some hops in, or you know, you, you do a little part. But basically, you sit around and drink beer and watch them work. But then you do it at your place, and then you work while they watch you and they sit around and drink beer. Right? It's the way it's the way a good collaboration works. Uh, yeah, I mean, if you're two breweries, like so, we did the we did the Valentins, uh, no, no label collab, uh, which John was at the inception for. Uh, we were all very drunk. I've been part of way too many inceptions. <laughs> <laughs> we, 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 we were, uh, the, uh, but then it all ended up with a Val showing up during a, like during a brew day, and like that, you know they were both in the tanks, like they were both, they were all slugging and working it. Mm-hmm. I think like there's definitely every brewery's been a part of a collab where it's like oh it's a media collab or so whatever, and someone comes and essentially what they do is they touch the tank. <laughs> Mm. And it's like, and it's like, ah, it's a collab. Well, but like, but some are some are a little bit more like with with two breweries. I th- I think they can. I think they become can become 
uh, William Partners. Well, it doesn't have to be two breweries. No, it no, the first two. time we did ours. Yeah, I mean, you, yeah. I mean, Drink of Ages was not a brew, it was a pub, but you have experience, you know what you're doing. I have a not as much experience as you. I mean, the beard says it all. Uh, don't let it fool Listen, you, man. But you, John you've has made a lot, lot of more beers. Drinking <laughs> beers all across this great world. I mean, world. The, th- uh. the, thing, the thing is, like, we, we took we took we took our limited experience and we put it together. We, we made a pretty damn we made, good. We made beer, a really actually. good beer. Yeah. Very good. It was beer. a really good beer. Yeah, for sure, definitely. Well, collab sold out. The, the fact that it still very fast, it still exists. Yeah, I mean, the beer is now being brewed. Spindle Tap is being brewed here, and it's still. This is three years ago, so it's, the beer is still being pushed forward. But collabs in themselves are these interesting beasts because, like, uh, on what is I've seen collabs with no soul. I've seen collabs with soul, right? Like John. John, of course, is a guy. He's a world traveler. He's a guy who's talked a lot of who who's who. Again, we're celebrating nine years of Drink of Ages in, in, in about a week, like oh, like over at like the New Potato. So like, there's I mean, John has a lot of uh, experience with craft beater mm. in general so he knows like what he wants he knows like what can work but like sometimes collabs they can be soulless they can be a very one-sided someone comes they touch the tank and they leave and like and, like and, that, and that's it for a day you know john will stay around all day and like and, you know and, but well, but, i mean there's <laughs> beer being poured i'm not leaving <laughs> yeah but like so we did a, a collab with bedrock and at first, from the, from the out, from the outside looking in, it's like, oh, a collaboration like with Bedrock City Comics. What the hell is that going to be? The because they are, they don't offer anything on the beer side, but what they do offer is is on the on the label side and the creative side is they have access to all these comic artists and all like and on like, top of being one of the baddest ass comic places in Houston, <laughs> I mean, it's and the only one. Yeah. <laughs> yes. The, but like, mm. but but they they offer something that's really tangible. That's really like, and I, I felt like that's that's a good partnership because like a name and, and the art and whatever. Like like your wife does all your art. You just like them because they put you guys on the label, right? <laughs> they make you guys caricatures. Is that no no? That's not them. That, oh, that's that, not them. Oh that, okay okay. Oh, like, oh, oh re- yeah yeah. Re- well, yeah. Ret- retract my statement. <laughs> <laughs> that like 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 that. That's not them. The. Uh, uh, that's a whole nother. That's 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 Shannon Parker and Anthony Gritty. Oh, okay, okay, uh, there's, a, there's a whole different. Uh, <laughs> the the Bedrock guys, their collab was like they reached out to a DC, a comics, Marvel comics artist, and he did all the like like you like because you use your wife, right? Oh, okay. Like your wife, she does all the label work. She she does all of it. Yeah, she's, and it, she's and awesome. it is yeah, like she's a badass. She it is, it is positively job. like amazing. The last when last time we did the show at. House of Blues, like I was just enamored, just like with, just talk, like talking about her and the art and like like the bo- like the books of art and just like all that. Yeah, no, we're very lucky to have to have her. <laughs> well, I, I, was to you, I was about to tell you, you're pretty lucky to have her, man. Yeah, she, 100%. she's she's a uh, yeah, she's pretty fantastic. One hundred percent, we're lucky to have her. Like like to have that, that's a that's a nice that's a nice partnership, like. Mm-hmm. Because cause all your work, especially going around this brewery, like you can see it. Like no, all the work. I don't do yeah. anything here for sure. <laughs> she does everything, and I, I, I legitimately, I, I legitimately mean that. Let me get the words out correctly. Yeah, uh, she does a lot here. She's yeah, she does a lot. Well, I mean, talking about a true col- collab. Yeah, uh, when, when, for sure. you, when you honestly can work with your with your spouse, 
and put together a legitimate business that's run well and done well and branded well like you guys did? It certainly is not easy, and I'm sure if she was here, she would tell you the same thing. She'd probably say more bad things about me than I would say about her. But in I, the I, end, I, I spent what, some time with her. She probably would say some, <laughs> <laughs> some things about In the you. end. What, you in guys end put all the artwork in a uh, book, right? No. Or, no. or were we... Were we riffing the last time? Like, like, he might have been. Between segments about putting all the Baba artwork into like a book of some sort. You know what happens on this show, as you guys know, is like, this is probably, well, this is nine to ten beers in. Yeah. We could have just been like messing around. <laughs> we should, though. No, take, sure. take all the Baba work we and put should. it into like, because I think the idea was a coloring book. Like, we should. Yeah. It's not happening because yet. you have you have all those labels. You have all that artwork, and to put it into like a like a collectible book to celebrate. There is what? a story. There, there's one of our labels that does go into a story, and the the over the past couple of years, the 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 sheep and the wolf have been like playing kind of cat and mouse for better, well for lack of a better term. And there's a label that does have it's, it's a comic book style label, uh, and, and the the sheep always find a way to fool the wolf they always find a way to beat the wolf and this is an ongoing series and if you put them all together they will make a story that's awesome but it's like maybe it's like 24 labels you have to put together to make actually make the story but you guys can make a flexible <laughs> book have anniversary party boom yeah exactly Tom Tom does a good job at some marketing I don't know if, he, <laughs> if you guys noticed yeah, no, I, I, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a fan, you know. Like, mm-hmm. I think you don't get a lot of breweries. Uh, you get you don't get a lot of breweries around. You certainly don't you don't get a lot in this area that kind mm-hmm. of have that cohesive story. And here you have, you know, the wife, uh, you know, co-owner of the brewery, right? Like, the mm-hmm. like 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 Marcus's wife, like. Marcus makes the beer and like she's making she's essentially she's telling the story of the beer of mm-hmm. the brand mm-hmm. and like all that stuff and like uh, and that's a partnership uh, through and through for sure and the and the the, the <sighs> things you said about the collab are so true too I mean we've done so many out here and most of them are great and some of them are not great but but for the for the for the most part they're really awesome but you know dealing with the the COVID kind of time collab thing whatever that was we did so so many and we never actually met the brewers or the owners or mm. the people involved with the brewery we, we just sort of t- we talked around and we did, we did talk with them. them we had a yeah. zoom chat we did this and you know some of them were so cool and some of them were great people and some of them were this and some of them were that but we we didn't really didn't meet any of them so this is kind of like where I feel like the next area era of beer has to go is like we need to reconnect with those people and we need to meet them. We need to get them here. You guys are here now. No masks, no COVID restrictions. We're in Texas. Who cares? Have you seen John's beard? <laughs> you know how many versions of COVID lived in my beard? He could just flip it up. He could flip, he, he flip it up and make a full mask. Yeah. Probably like a rubber band yeah, or a zip I mean, tie and be, fu- I, be fine. I, I had... I had the cure, right? Like, <laughs> I had this, the cure this, with this, 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 all you do is sample this, and man, 
But I mean, this is this is the thing. Like, <laughs> I never got COVID. There, oh a- no, I licked it too much. Syphilis. I'm not. I'm not. Yeah, we're not. We're not going that far with uh, all the things in my beard. But it's it a, might be a chicken wing. It's a new era, man. It's like you chicken know, wing. COVID is kind of over now. Like, let's move forward. Let's do these things. Let's all those people we talk to. Let's meet them. Let's have some beer. Let's make some beer. Let's do some things together. Mm-hmm. And if yeah. it's not here, if it's I not love, locally, I love collaborations. Like, let's do it, man. Uh, we we love it too. Yeah, I, I think I think collaborations. Not, I mean, just just everybody, right? Like not, not only just with breweries and like you guys did it with the comic books, you know, and all this. Just collaborations with with different things that people don't expect. Well, collabs yeah. right? me the so our 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 head brewer trailers from San Diego, where they have a and obviously one of the most vibrant craft beer communities in the world. And he said they would do craft, uh, craft beer collabs all the time. And he saw them all as these learning experiences. Mm-hmm. And I saw that for like firsthand when, when we did the Valentins, uh, you know, like, like Val was like, uh, trailer knew how to make hazy beers, mm-hmm. but did it, but did he know, there's a certain that that, that Baba Spindle Tap Hayes mm-hmm. on hot get a wrap up show, although I don't feel like it because yeah, well, we'll continue on as yeah, but but the show will end, we will continue on. But um, no, Marcus, man, appreciate you having us out, man. The beer is always fantastic. Baba Brew House, it is not that far from Houston, man. If you've never been out here, you need to check them out. You can find you can find their beers at very specific bars. You know, really, really good bars. So the good thing is that if you find a Baba Brewhouse beer tapped somewhere, it's probably a pretty decent place you can trust that they're cleaning their lines and they're actually, you know, they're they're worried about and it's fresh the beer to the glass and it's fresh. Yeah, the guy who cleans our line is sitting behind you, so if it's not clean, <laughs> it's his fault. Uh, and he's 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 saying yes, they're clean. They, they are clean. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it is confirmed. They are not too far from a uh, new label brewing company, which sponsors uh, like the Drink of Ages podcast. Uh, and uh, catch Drink of Ages, uh, the nine year anniversary at the New Potato. Man, that's, that's happening. And I already forgot March 19th. Yeah, March 19th at the New Potato. DJ Muskratch, the Journey Agents. Tom and I are going to be hanging out there. It's going to be a party. It's going to be a really good time. So, uh, Tom's not leaving. I'm not leaving. Uh oh. <laughs> no, no. Tom needs to leave at some point, or things get. We we may wake up in like Romania or something. <laughs> if the, the problem with Tom and I is that we love to travel and. Yes. When Got we start it. drinking, we we really come up with ideas. John likes to travel south. I like to I like to like John John likes to travel like down. I like to travel east and west. So like it, it can yeah. thing is we 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 could wake up somewhere else. When we wake up in Thailand, yes. like I know John will be somewhere in the in the apartment. Well, probably <laughs> probably on the uh, divorce table. <laughs> but we'll we'll Either way, we'll make it work out. It's St. Patty's weekend, man. It is. Yes. And St. <clears throat> Patty's weekend, <laughs> the the best time that we had, Tom and I and, and some friends, we went to Butte, John, Montana. John, we to this show, please. <laughs> I know. I know. But, but real quick, I'll wrap this up. I'll wrap this up. A few years ago, Tom Tom came to me, and he was, he was like, hey, man, you know where we need to go? We need to go to Butte, Montana for St. Patrick's Day. 
I'm like, really? Why? He goes, well, that's because it is the most populated Irish people per capita in in America. And they put on one hell of a St. Patrick's Day. And it was. And that's all I needed to hear, right? Because, you know, I've got my Irish heritage. Tom's got his. I'm like, let's go party. So we go to Butte, Montana. And it was like a really quick weekend. But... It was, it Let was, me tell you, it was it was one hell of a party, and if you ever go by the sagebrush, <laughs> trust me, <laughs> Butte, Montana, is a golden golden place. Just don't drink the water. And that's Drink of Ages on ESPN. <laughs> yep, this is Drink of Ages on ESPN. Nice and I love everybody. Be safe. We'll talk to y'all next week. <laughs>